Does holidays everywhere, every day. Book yours today with RAA. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning, beautiful South Australians. Uh, good morning, uh, Rebecca Moores. How are you? Well, it's a Wednesday and we've got tomorrow mm. off, so that's going to break the week up nicely. Public holiday, so it's like a Friday, sort of. Sort of. And then we come back for a Friday, yeah. which is like a Monday, but then it's like... Uh, the mm. holidays after that because you've got the weekend off, yeah? Something like that. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> you made it complicated. Um, can I ask you a question as I'm getting to know more and more about you? Are you a creature of habit? Do you do the same things and rituals over and over again mm. or do you like to surprise yourself? No, I mix I mix things up. Do you? A bit, yeah. A bit, I'm a bit spontaneous. <laughs> nice. Wow. That's what it says on my Tinder profile. Well, every day is like a holiday. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've just discovered too, because uh, what are we now into our third week, so I'm just navigating my drive into work and trying to find the best route. And look, I think it's brilliant when you're coming into work sort of before 5am that there's no one on the road, so you can actually have free reign of the traffic Mm. or lack of traffic. I've worked out there's 14 traffic lights between my house and coming into the car park here. Oh, wow, okay. Right? Does that sound a little bit yeah. too anal? Yeah, a little. Well, I've been working out, and what I've been trying to do is get the clean sweep of every green traffic light from home to here. Have you been in contact with traffic control to get you? <laughs> well, do you know, at the fire brigade, if you had to go off to a, how quickly, what time's that? 602, we're not to mention the fire brigade. Um, there we go. There we go. So what happens is, obviously, when there's a, a you've got to go to an incident, yes. you quickly ring the number of traffic control and say, I want to go down and you'd have a certain route. You go like, King William North. And they change it all. They change all the lights. So you quickly ring, hit the button, jump in the trunk, go, right, King William North, and then you get green lights all the way up King William North, perhaps if you're heading out towards Main North Road. So that's what you're used to. I don't get to do that anymore, (laughs) really. Because I was thinking about when I get up in the morning and I want to come, I want to, the SAFM, and I go, right, can you give me, uh, I want the whole west of the city clear, please. Anyway, this morning, I thought I was on a winner. I got 13 green traffic lights, and the final one was a pedestrian light mm. just before I have to come into Young Street yeah. here or Flinners. Mm. And would you believe it? At 5 a.m., there's a pedestrian that's actually hit that. I missed the light oh, only because no. of pedestrian. That's because there's a gym across the road, probably someone doing an early morning workout. So I am determined oh, my little dull. win in life is to get all 14 green lights. And when I do that, I'm going to shout everyone a coffee. All right, now I'm going to count my lights. I have to drive past the airport, so there's always heaps of traffic going to the airport in the morning. It ruins my run. Yeah. So I'm going to... Good story. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I can talk traffic lights. SAFM's Beck and Soda. School goes back on Monday. Soda, are you sorted? You got everything? You got all the uniforms out, the bags out, you've got the lunchbox washed? Well, I could say yes, but I'd be lying. Um, I only discovered uh, two days ago that school is back on Monday. I thought there was one more week. And then my, the, the fist pump that I had in the air when I went, wow, it's over. They're back on Monday. How good's that? So we've got today, a public holiday tomorrow and Friday. Yeah. So only a few days to go. This is brilliant. Well, from someone who always fails as a mum, I'm going to have a smug moment here because yesterday mm. I took the girls to the hairdressers to get their hair chopped nice. and ready. Yep. We went to the uniform shop because they've outgrown their uniforms. Good. Did I you take them. out a loan for that? Oh my gosh. Uniforms I left a kidney behind at yeah. the uniform shop. Fair I point. even got them like fresh socks and then I took them out of the packets and I rolled them up and I put them in their drawers and I felt like I was under control. I even did my book order in December. Winning. Did you feel like a real mum? <laughs> I felt, <laughs> well, not just a mum, it's a parent's role to get the kids ready, not oh, just yeah. the mother. 
That was a bad default, wasn't it? It was terrible. Did you feel like a real parent? I felt excellent. Thank you. I felt for the first time in a long time. Under control. Where did this come from, this desire to make sure that you're organised four or five days in advance? Uh, look, it, it didn't come from me. It came from Pester Power. It came from the kids saying, Mum, we've got to get more organised this year because we're sick of getting on Monday morning, working out our uniforms don't fit oh, and our no. hair is disgusting. And so, yeah, it was basically mm. Frankie organised it. The younger, the 11-year-old organised it. So the 11-year-old <laughs> is taking control of the family to make sure all the kids can get back to school and uni. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, there you go. She can only do that because she's been parented well. Empowered. And then I was upstairs and I could smell something coming out of the kitchen. And five minutes earlier, she'd yelled out, Mum, how do you defrost puff pastry? And I'm like, I don't know. I've never cooked with puff pastry before. I go down and she started making Vegemite scrolls in preparation oh, for recess. Really? You've got your own little poling yow in the kitchen. <laughs> That's anyway, they, I don't think they'll keep until Monday. I might have to make a fresh batch. Do they make their own little things to put into their lunch boxes oh, as well? Oh, hell yeah. Well, I'm here. I'm working. So they've always made their own lunch. They forage in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. We've got $50,000 to give away with memory yeah. money. That's fantastic. Well, I'm about to tell you about a hostie on day one who cost their company just about double that amount. I don't think you're allowed to call them hosties anymore. What do you want to call them? I don't them? know. Flight attendants. A flighty then. <laughs> there you go. Why can't you say hostie? I don't know. It can be a male host or a female hostess. There's yeah. no, mm. or non-binary, it could be just a host. Yeah. I don't know. Is that an issue? I feel issue? like I got in trouble for saying checkout chicks uh, once, even though right. I used to be a checkout chick myself. 131060, can any of the hosties give us a call and tell us why we can't <laughs> call you a hostie? Uh, our producers who were former. The both uh, of them were cabin hosties. Crew. Cabin, oh, crew. cabin crew. Oh, cabin crew. Okay, I'm going to tell you about a crewy on day one. <laughs> Is everyone happy now? I'll tell you what, it's a pretty rough time to be in the aviation industry, mm. given the Qantas situation. They've had six little incidents in the past six days. And of course, the most recent one was a plane having to be sent back on its way to Perth because mm. someone hadn't done the paperwork yeah. right. I mean, seriously, one Yikes. job. Well, what about British Airways just recently? Um, a crewy on day one activated the emergency exit as the plane was about to oh, take off. No. Now, I don't know what's going on at training at BA, but certainly you can work out when you're sorting everything out and the plane's about to take off, you don't press the button or pull the latch that opens up and sends the big blow-up slide down. Um, guess what the cost of that would be? Because not only that, Beck, it triggered an emergency response, full response, which had police and it had all of the aviation firefighters and so forth. How uh, much? A lot of money. Uh, a million bucks. This is why you're not giving any money away in Alpha Bucks. You've got no understanding or concept, concept. of coin. How much? So? 90,000 Australian. 90, Million bucks. A million dollars. No, mate, they didn't blow the plane up. They just pushed the button and let the emergency slide down. I'm not good at maths. $90,000 from like one mistake. Tell my husband how much things cost. Well, the crewy got sent back to training school okay. after one day on the job. But it got me thinking, um, Beck, when I used to work in a job just around the corner here, a couple of streets away in Wakefield Street, I can almost see oh, it. Oh, there it is. There it is. A bit of fire station. Fire truck reference. Oh, That's um, two yeah. today. Wow. I was, I was driving the big truck, which essentially has nothing on the back. It has the ability with a hook to pick up a pod. So if you're going to a massive fire that required perhaps some um, some chemicals or foam, you could put a foam pot on the back. Yep. Or if you're going somewhere to do a massive cleanup, you could put the hook on and pull another pot on. <laughs> right. What I'm saying is I couldn't see anything on the back. Okay, all right. So yeah. I was backing it out of the uh, yard and I hadn't realized what was going on. I was sort of backing back and you hear the doot, doot, 
And then I saw all these bosses. Now, we all wear blue shirts. The bosses wear white shirts. I saw about six blokes in white shirts running towards the truck, and I'm going, wow, something big's happening here. This could be a terrorist attack. They're coming over to say, firefighter Soderstrom, can you please go and get the terrorist attack pod and put it on the back of your truck? Firefighter And they're waving their hands and everything. I'm looking around, and then I could see this plume of dust behind me, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, there's been a bomb. Anyway, they go, you know, with the symbol to wind the window down. I go, right, what's going on, boys? What do we need to do? And they go, you idiot. What have you done? I go, I don't know. I'm just getting ready for a terrorist attack. Isn't that why you're all up in arms? And I've looked behind me as the dust cleared and I've taken the truck right through the wall and knocked down all of the bricks into the storeroom, which houses all of our gear. And you know what the amazing thing was? I didn't even feel or hear a thing. And it would have cost an absolute packet. I'm a not million sure. dollars? Apparently. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh my no. gosh. Look at these trending topics. Yeah, all the stories that are trending for the day. The Oscar noms have come out overnight in terms of Aussies. Mm. Austin Butler for his uh, role in Elvis has been nominated for Best Actor. Haven't seen it yet. I have not seen it yet, but I imagine it's in the same sort of genre as is it Rocket Man, where there's a singing in it, Moulin Rouge. Like, Moulin Baz Rouge, Lerman, isn't it? yeah. And um, uh, Catherine Martin has been nominated for the costumes because apparently they're spectacular. Baz Luhrmann's wife, isn't it? Yes. Right. Um, you know that Elvis one will get a massive boost, obviously, with the recent passing of Priscilla Presley, no doubt. There'll be a real romanticism around that, I reckon. Yeah, I really want to see it. I'm a bit embarrassed that I haven't seen it. Yes. Okay, Kate Blanchett, uh, Best Actress for her role in Tar. That's good. Another Aussie? Another Aussie. Uh, The Best Picture, there's a list of ten of them. Some of them I haven't heard of. What about this one, The Banshees of Inishirin? I'm feeling very... Avatar's in there. Elvis, as I said. Top Gun Maverick is in there. Do you like Top Gun Maverick? I love it. Better than the original? Better than the original. Do you know I watched the original... Again, and then I watched Top Gun Maverick, mm. and I only watched half of it, and I got bored because I thought it you got bored in Top yeah. Gun Maverick. I was yeah. on the edge Get out. of my Seriously. seat. Seriously, I did. No, I Come pulled on. out. I pulled out halfway through because I watched not, the first. Hang on. I was watching them back to back. You've not seen the end of Top Gun Maverick. Nope. You don't know whether they complete the mission. No, no idea. I watched the first. I love the first I've one. I've never heard anyone say they weren't glued to the screen on Top Gun Maverick. You have now. But you know what? I think you need a physical transformation uh, to get nominated for Best Actor because uh, Brendan Fraser for The Whale has been nominated. Oh, he was um, Encino Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tarzan. He was yeah. actually, he was in Bedazzled with Liz Hurley, yeah. you know, when she's walking down the beach no. with the dogs and okay. she's the devil. Yes. Remember that scene? Yeah. So he uh, he's in a fat suit for that one. But see, I think Tom Cruise underwent a transformation. For a man in his 60s, he looks quite schmulking yeah. hot. Do you know I saw country. him one day in real life? You did not. Yeah, in Sydney. He is tiny. But you know the most fascinating thing about Tom Cruise? With his teeth, mm. you know, like the middle yeah. of oh your God, front teeth. Oh, my God, are they teeth. like yours? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, well, no, no. I know. He would have paid a lot more for his. But the middle, uh, his front teeth, instead of them being together in the middle, mm. right in the middle is one tooth. Go and Google really? a picture of Tom Cruise right now. That If you look at his smile... The middle of his smile is one big tooth in the middle. You should have taken a photo and asked your dentist to recreate it. (laughs) (laughs) SAFM's Beck and Soda. This, this stream, this stream, come on, the streaming service. I don't know about you, Soda, but I always feel a bit behind the eight ball about what the kids are watching, and I like mm. to be across and up to speed. And that is why we've got Justin Hill joining us. He has the streaming service podcast on the Listener app uh, to tell us what we should be watching. Good morning, Justin. 
Beck, did you just call me young? Did you call me a kid? <laughs> I think that's what you just said. Mm. Take it and run with it. <laughs> I will, I will. I've got a show for you guys at the moment that absolutely everyone is talking about. It's called The Last of Us. Have you heard all the buzz about this? No, Justin. Uh, everyone must be talking about it except Beck and I at the moment. So please, <laughs> please fulfill us with what we need to know. Look, I'm here to fill you in on everything you need to know and if it's worth watching. So basically this show, it's mm. on binge at the moment. It's based on a very, very popular game of the same name called The Last of Us. Now, I'm told by fans of the game there are two editions of it, like one and two, and each of them is 100 hours of gaming time. Oh, so anyone geez. listening to this this morning is going to like be nodding their heads going, yep, yep, I've played that. Or you're going to be going, that's wild. It's because spend 200 hours playing two games. <laughs> <laughs> but this, so the thing about this is this is a show that's all about um, a zombie apocalypse and it's about a man who loses his daughter but then during the apocalypse he then uh, is kind of like it meets up with this young girl who he needs to trek across America with while they get away from the zombies and don't get eaten basically. Oh. Um, yeah. Now when this show came out there were only two episodes out so far in the US it's on HBO Max and it crashed. HBO Max wow. in the US. The second episode that they've released this week has had a 22% increase in audience. So it's like five point something million people have watched it in the US alone. So it's incredibly, incredibly popular. But what I thought was interesting about it, guys, is that this game is pre-COVID, but this show is post-COVID. Oh, so when oh. I was watching it, it made me feel all sorts of weird feelings about the pandemic and how these things happen because they Basically, that's what the show's about. It's about a virus that takes people over and they turn into zombies. So, Justin, essentially, this game is 10 years old and it predicted what was happening with the pandemic before we were anywhere near it. Exactly. And Jeez. so it's very eerie watching it because you kind of go, oh, you know, this, yeah, this is 10 years old, this storyline. Mm. And they haven't changed it. They've kept it exactly the same as what's in the game. Well, except for COVID's a spicy cough versus being taken over by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turned into a zombie. So. so true. So The Last of Us, put it on your must-see list. Justin Hill from the podcast, The Streaming Service. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you, guys. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Checking the pulse on SA, it's The Soda Stream. Everything you need to know, what's happening around town. Uh, Beck, one of my favourite films of all time is Rain Man. Yeah, it's a goodie. Remember Tom that? Cruise, Dustin Hoffman. Absolutely. Well, let's take a little listen. All airlines have crashed at one time or another. That doesn't mean that they are not safe. Qantas. Well, Qantas? Qantas never crashed. Qantas? Never crashed. Yeah, thank you, Dustin. Well, <laughs> let's hope that that is correct. Qantas hasn't crashed. But let me say, remember a week ago that there was that little issue, Sydney from Auckland, that flight, and there was that May Day distress call? Yeah. Things happened in threes. That was a week ago. Well, things have happened in sixes for Qantas, (laughs) which is really frightening. So there was another issue. So we obviously had the May Day one, Sydney to Auckland. Um, There was a Fiji issue a day later where there was a potential mechanical problem. Um, And then there was another one a couple of days later, a flight from Melbourne to Canberra. They had flat problems. And they had to turn back as well. Flat problems are the worst. Absolutely. That can cause all sorts of problems. (laughs) Now, yesterday, what about this one? This is phenomenal. So there were some paperwork problems now. So not just potential mechanical faults um, or some weather disasters. Someone stuffed up the paperwork. Well done. 
Qantas employee. So Adelaide to Perth, they had to uh, flip the plane around and send it back where it came from. That's frustrating because when there's nothing wrong with the plane, you're just like, come on, just sort out the paperwork when we land. Come exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> Always ask for forgiveness, not permission. Yeah. Get to the ground and then <laughs> exactly. say, look, what do you want us to do? We've hit the ground. We can't go back. Um, it is pretty scary though, isn't it? Because like we're saying, things happen in threes. So six times in six no, days. No, you think things yeah. happen in threes because three is your voodoo number. Yeah, You've already yeah. said that. Yeah. Three's the magic number. How many amigos? Three. How many little pigs? Three. Right. You've got past, present, future. Three yeah. things. Can I Beginning, just put a bit of perspective? Beginning, middle, end. <laughs> three things. Okay. The mechanical problem's a little scary, but in terms of paperwork and delays and stuff, remember during COVID when we couldn't fly for years and we just thought we'll be so grateful to get back on a plane again. I mm. think we should just go, okay, we're lucky We're lucky to fly and be a bit zen about it. Okay. Someone's looking for an upgrade here. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Is it right? Is it wrong? Kylie Jenner, very much in the headlines at the moment if she's not wearing a disgusting animal trophy as fashion. She's renaming her child. So she had a little boy. She named him Wolf. Oh, and I didn't know that dog. when I named my dog that, actually. Uh, she did a post last year saying, FYI, our son's name isn't Wolf anymore. We just really didn't feel like it was him. And then that's the last we heard of it. And then just right. last week, she did a post with a mirror selfie with the baby uh, revealing the name is now Air, A-I-R-E. So right. Air with the letter E on it, mm. um, which has since been revealed to mean uh, in Arabic, mm. my penis. Oh, right. Okay. Um, anyway, That's I don't know whether she Googled that before she so selected it. She's gone with Wolf, little Wolfie, and then just decided sort of didn't fit early on, well, it doesn't fit my child. Yeah. Um, 131060, is it right to regret your baby's name? Can you change it? I'd love to know, has anyone changed their baby's name or even changed their own name because mm. they weren't happy with the name that yeah. their parents gave them. Um, it can be a bit of a minefield selecting kids' names. Yeah, it took us a couple of days, particularly on the last one. She right. was unnamed for a while because we couldn't quite pick a name. Okay. Well, lucky you didn't call her Air, which is good. <laughs> um, so with the names, how did you come across them? Um, they were just names we liked. Well, Grace was just a classic one. Miller was after Miller Jovovich and oh, yeah. Frankie was after um, Claudia Carvin's character in Love My Way. Oh, yes. That's where yes. they came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no regrets at all with any of the names? Mm, no, no, I still love all of them. That was a long pause. Yeah. No, because there's a lot of Millers around now and I don't like having a basic bitch name. So I, I beg your pardon? <laughs> I don't want my kids having the same names as everyone else. What That's my you, only regret that it's a bit. Call I'm not it? calling her that. I don't no. want to be a basic bitch who has the same name as everybody else. Right. <laughs> okay. But go. I also don't want to be too out there and have like Willow Rainmaker. You no, know, that's you've right. got to have like a middle ground. Life can be tough. Do you know, is when people are school teachers, I think sometimes when they've got to name kids, that particular names remind them of kids that might have been trouble yeah. for them when they were teaching them. So yeah. that's a bit of a situation mm. as well. What about your name? You um, could have been named something else, I understand. Well, my dad wanted to call me one particular name. Obviously, Mark ended up winning out. And I've got two middle names, Warren and Kenneth. Mm. So I've got like a full house. Mm. But my dad wasn't comfortable with Mark. He wanted to call me Jean-Pierre. <laughs> no. I promise. Jean-Pierre. Yes. You can get him on and ask him. JP. He wanted to call me Jean-Pierre Söderström. 
I would have been like some sort of confused half Frenchman, Swede, like Peppy Le Pew type vibe. Yes, that's great. And my mum said no. Can cause... you imagine Rosario and Will? Uh, Jean Pierre joins us now to sport. What's the latest, Jean Pierre? Well, imagine uh, well SAFM with Beck and Jean Pierre, and we might just run with a little bit of JP. Yes. I'd have a little breadstick, have a beret on, a blue and white striped top. I'd be no, riding around on a you're bicycle. Not a Jean Pierre. No, look, I could be a Jean Pierre. What does a Jean Pierre look like? Jaunty. Huh? All right. So thirteen ten sixty. Right. What's our right or wrong question? Is today? it right or wrong to regret your baby's name? Did you regret it? Did you change it? Or to this day, do you regret yeah. the name? Did you, gave you change your, your name later because yeah, your parents yeah. gave you a name you thought was a dud name? Yeah. Right. Uh, right. We'll be back shortly. Uh, SAFM with Beck and Jean Pierre. <laughs> Is it right? Is it wrong? Right or wrong to regret your baby's name? Kylie Jenner has just revealed her baby's new name. She's changed it from Wolf mm. to Air. Yes. Okay. Mm. Anyway. That's her prerogative. She can change it. I'd love to know if anyone else has actually changed their kid's name or changed their own name, 131060. Mm-hmm. Georgia in Morphavale, right or wrong to regret your baby's name? Hey, guys. I reckon it's wrong to regret your baby's name. I named my daughter Arizona eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it, and she loves it, but we got so much backlash about it when she was born and encouraged to change it by mm-hmm. family and friends. Yeah. Right. Why did you choose Arizona, Georgia? I just love it. I think it's different, it's unique, mm. and my favourite show is Grey's Anatomy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so there's an Arizona on there. And, and who in the family was sort of pressuring you to change it? My mum. She hated it when I told her. Right. But yeah. has your mum come around now? Because sometimes you get used to... She has. They call her Ari now for short. They still don't really like it, but <laughs> it suits her personality, so... Yeah. Good on you. Well, I'm glad you own it and you let Arizona own it because it's a beautiful name. And you know, I love having unique names because like, what did you say before? What was your term? Oh, otherwise you're a basic bitch. Right. <laughs> yes. Or you end up with Mark and John. Yeah. Or Rebecca. Paul. Like Mark and Rebecca and <laughs> John. What boring ass We're names. We're so boring. We are boring, aren't <laughs> We're we? So right. boring. Arizona is not boring. Good on you, Arizona. I hope you own your name and love it too. Right. Karen. Wow. Oh, from Parafield go. Gardens. G'day, Karen. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Good, Karen. Does anyone give you a bit of flack for your name? Absolutely, yeah. And that's not yeah. That's part of the reason. But I absolutely, I think it's right to hate your name. As as I was named after my mum's best friend, and now they absolutely hate each other. <gasps> so I've got oh. grief at home, and also I'm a Karen and I'm a chef. So I've had grief for the last oh. two years as well. Oh, jeez. <laughs> now the whole Karen thing didn't that come off some woman in Melbourne who was whinging about? COVID? Yeah, I think it was Karen from Burnside or something. She was uh, sick of Brighton. Yeah. Brighton. Karen from Brighton. Yeah. Well, there you go. Brighton is the yeah. is the Melbourne yeah. answer to Burnside. It is one of those names that uh, before two years ago you would have been walking around safely as a Karen, and <laughs> all right. of a sudden yeah. someone changes the meaning of your name. I, yeah. I think it's even been taken off the baby name list now. No one's called then. Karen for the last two years, I don't think so. Oh, well, Karen, look, that's okay. We're going to pump you up. Um, the other thing, so your mum's best friend was Karen. Now they're not besties. So does your mum regret you've been called Karen? I, I think she did at the time, but I think that she's a bit over it now. I mean, that was probably when I was about 15 and I'm like my 50s now. So I don't know, I but women she's... can hold grudges, yeah. Karen. I know yeah. I can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think because she hasn't seen her anymore, but I think, yeah, I suppose you still sort of think you had that close relationship that you named your child Karen right. after, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. So, okay, that's a vote for right to okay. regret your baby's name. We've had one right, one wrong. Yeah, well, Karen, you embrace being a Karen. Yeah. Mm.
Own it. Paris from Prospect. Good morning, Paris. Um, morning. Now, that is a lovely name. Yeah, I guess it is a lovely name, but I have, like, I think it's totally fine to regret because on behalf of my parents, I regret it. People ask me all the time, you named after Paris Hilton, which oh, is like, yeah. no. And then they ask me if I'm born in Paris, the place, and I'm like, no, like, the furthest my parents have been is like Port Elliot, no. <laughs> For me, Paris, and I hope you don't mind me saying this, when I hear the name Paris, I always imagine a real girly girl who's into fashion and is that you oh my god i wish no (laughs) (laughs) but it would be cool if it was no i'm i'm actually named after michael jackson's daughter which is like a little bit of a social faux pas in itself (laughs) well yeah but this is the other point here and it's like beck you went straight to the stereotype probably a bit of paris hilton all glammed up and that sort of thing unfortunately sometimes it just takes someone to make a name a little uncomfortable. So Paris, you continue to own your name, right? I'm not thinking of Paris Hilton. I'm thinking of the Eiffel Tower when I think of you, okay? Oh, I, I might prefer Paris Hilton, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you I think don't. of a tower when you think of a... Well, I'm trying to think of... I mean, I could have been Jean-Pierre. I could have hung around with you, Paris, and we could have been friends. <laughs> Jean-Pierre and Paris, what a beautiful couple. Well, let's have them around for a barbie. We just got to make sure we get some foie gras and a baguette. Okay. Oui, oui. <laughs> Uh, Liliana from Broadview, right or wrong to regret your baby's name? Good morning. How are you all? Terrific, Liliana. Now, tell us about your name. So my name, when I was originally born, was Leanne, Mm L-E-A-N-N-E. And being born and then taken to live in Europe while you were very young and tried to explain to Europeans how to say your name, they changed it. They called me Liliana for most of my childhood. Right. And then when I uh, entered high school, they asked me, what's my name? And I told them and they said, well, it doesn't say that. And so it was so frustrating for so many years. And then coming back to Australia, mm-hmm. uh, I couldn't say my name correctly. Leanne, I, everyone said, is it Leah? And I just got frustrated. So when I turned 40, yeah. um, I decided to get married once again and change the proper like proper name and surname by Deepol. <laughs> so Whoa. now I am Liliana. And uh, Liliana came from being a professional singer, and that was my stage name. So, right. so Liliana, I... neither your maiden name or – sorry, neither your Christian name or your surname were the names you were born with. No. There you go. You're a completely new that. person. Clean slate. That's a it. All right. Mac is in Cheltenham. Right or wrong to regret your baby's name? Uh, I think it's absolutely right to regret it. Uh, my dad messed up my paperwork and actually named me Mac instead of Mackenzie. <laughs> oh. All right. So you, so he and your mum chose Mackenzie, what, and he didn't yeah. get the Kenzie out when he filled the form out? Well, got the Kenzie out, but there was a face in it. So my first name was Mac and my middle name was Kenzie. (laughs) Did your mum just go mental when she found out? Well, they didn't actually tell me um, for about 16 years. (laughs) I found it on my passport and so I confronted them about it and then they legally changed it back for my 18th birthday. Right. So have they called you Mackenzie your whole life or Mac? Uh, Mackenzie, yeah. Right. Yeah, but legally on your birth certificate, yeah. your name's Matt. Well, yep. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for call. Well done for getting a change. Good on you. Lovely to have you on the show, Mac. Kenzie. Thanks. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>
SAFM's Beck and Soda, a new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app, SAFM. Mm-hmm.